Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We can't take your call right now because uh, I'm very pleased to say joining us uh, on the open line is uh, Channel 10 sports reporter Jaleesa Apps. Jaleesa, thanks for joining us. How are you? My pleasure. I'm very well. How are you, Pat? Well, I'm well. All the better for having you involved with the program. I thought it was just going to be me <laughs> and me looking at Cowboy Dan all night. Uh, where do we start no, then? I'm... No, it's it's great to have you on board. Let's start with the uh, the women's big bash league, and, and it's great that it's it's all up and running. But uh, there are almost a few problems with the COVID situation. Um, in Tasmania, but it all was given the green light over the weekend. We had a number of games, um, and I guess the, the good thing coming out of it from well, from our perspective here is that the Sydney Sixers are two from two. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, the COVID situation did throw a bit of a spanner in the works because I get we sort of all t- took it for granted that down in uh, Tasmania, you'd they'd be pretty safe, and I'm sure that Cricket Australia um, and the WBBL were thinking the same thing at the last minute they did have those cases in that lockdown. But credit to Cricket Australia, because it would have been really easy for them to say this was all too hard over the past couple of years and um, had easy outs with COVID, and they haven't done that. At every step of the way, they've gone, no, no, the women's competition is really important, that we have to keep pushing with it, and it's really popular. And I have to say, it's something that Cricket has done really well over the past particularly 10 years and it's starting to pay dividends because you've got this whole younger generation of fans that are getting into the WBBL and I think it's really tapped into a whole new market that's going to pay a lot for them over the years but as you mentioned we had a a few games and arguably the most um, interesting was the last one we saw the Perth Scorchers in the Brisbane Heat which went to a super over like how much do we love a super over you're always sitting there rooting for a super over no matter who you go for you just really want a super over and to see uh, Sophie Devine hit two sixes was she's a really classy player and uh, and pulled it through for the Perth Scorchers so yeah it was uh, wonderful and very thrilling and the other addition that's been great this year is having the Indian women stay on too after their series against the Australian women but to have international players in either competition, in the BBL or WBBL, it just brings so much more. And you know what I reckon? I, I reckon India is going to rush through a women's IPL after they see this. Well, you know, it, it is successful. It's in, in increasing in its success uh, year on year. And it's, it's, it's a good reward, too, that only recently they have negotiated a, a wage increase, um, a substantial wage increase. And I know there's a you know, huge disparity between what the men and the, the girls or the women earn. Um, but it's certainly going in the right direction, and uh, that is a good thing. Now, um, Elise Perry, so she's our most capped women's cricketer. She's come under um, fire recently, I guess, for her lukewarm displays with the ball, some some might say. I see that her coach, or the Sixers coach, Ben Sawyer, is is, is very much sticking with Elise Perry. Um, how, have you, how have you seen her form in, in the opening couple of games? Well, look, Elise is one of these people that, yeah, she can fall out of a little bit of form, but she she can get it back so quickly. And yeah. like I think we probably forget that um, heading into that um, World Cup win, she was out of a bit of form, and then uh, came you know really 
great in the World Cup before she got injured. Mm. So, um, I, look, I think that it won't take much for a player like her to find form. And she would know she's, she's out of form and, and, you know, good on the coach for, for sticking with her. Um, I don't think it would take much for her to to come back into some form. Mm. OK, so where are we up to now with the uh, women's BBL? Uh, when are the next games? So the next game um, we have coming up is tomorrow. Uh, we've got the Melbourne Stars and the Hobart Hurricanes uh, and the Brisbane Heat and Perth Scorchers uh, playing uh, in the afternoon. So we've got one, one uh, obviously this is in Sydney time, one twenty-five yep. and, and 4.50. It's a real shame that uh, we haven't been able to... The one thing about the women's BBLs, it does draw a lot of crowds when it's... Like, I've got been down at Dremoyne and North Sydney Oval when they've played here and yeah. it's... it's the one shame this year that you can't have that, but hopefully they'll have crowds back soon in Tasmania. Mm. All right. Well, uh, we'll talk more about the uh, the upcoming uh, T20 World Cup I- in a moment. Uh, before we do that, if we can sort of just um, twist our attention more, I guess, to, to the Ashes. Now, um, this ongoing concern about Will Pukowski, uh, we know that he's now suffered, uh, well, I don't know if it's an eighth or a ninth or a tenth concussion, and he's... he's you know, he's had one concussion, I think, at school playing football. He's had another concussion hitting a doorknob on a door. Um, he's had no luck at all. What this does, if it throws a bit of doubt over his immediate future, but he was earmarked to be David Warner's opening partner for, well, at least the first test. Um, what What's happening now if, if Will is not able to, to go in there? I, I see Usman Kawaja today, uh, another big, big performance from him. So sh- yeah. surely he can't do a whole lot more um, to, to uh, you know, yeah, try well, and put his I mean, name on the on the selection sheet. Yeah, I mean the good thing about um, just going back to Pukowski is that um, Cricket Victoria's general manager Sean Graff actually said that he it wasn't a full on concussion like serious concussion. It was a bit of a head knock and he mm. had a, headaches after it. Um, and you just got to feel for him because he just. You know, to have that many um, to have that many concussions, you would be so wary of any knock yeah. to the head, and so would cricket takes concussions so seriously, which is so good. But they would everyone would be really wary about um, about pushing him too far. But they haven't ruled him out yet, which is good. Um, great news. But as you mentioned, if if uh, if he is ruled out for the Ashes, certainly Usman Khawaja has uh, pushed his case. Um, against South Australia, um, obviously he plays for Queensland, um, belting 174 in their mm. their Sheffield Shield game. So he has he's fallen out of favour in recent years, but um, certainly you've got to take notice when someone like that puts on such a knock knock. Um, yeah. If he if Mikowski isn't isn't well, right. Well, there's only there's only one way to, to make selectors stand up and take notice, and, and he's well and truly saying, listen, don't don't close the door on my. Um, international or, or test career. Um, now, re-test one, so we're still not quite sure if it is going to happen at, at the Gabba on December 8th. We, we hope it is, but now there are big concerns around that as well. Um, what are you hearing around that? I see the Barmy Army, though, they're still very keen to come out here and they're mobilising their troops with upwards of 1,500 members, um, hoping that uh, they'll be able to come out to, to watch the, sh- the series. Yeah, well, it, it is a bit of a funny situation if we're going to have um, people flying into Sydney and Melbourne being able to not quarantine, um, and then you've got 
the tests obviously start in at the GABA, so then you're asking um, the English cricket side, which are all fully vaccinated, to then um, quarantine. It's a little... Maybe, maybe it'll end up being more you know, a couple of tests at the SCG. Maybe there'd be a couple of tests in, in Melbourne and, mm. uh, you know, if they put their foot down. However, they did agree a couple of weeks ago that they would do the quarantine and it would be in a resort-style quarantine so it wouldn't be as strict. But it's such a fluid situation at the moment with the potential of home quarantine. Like, they're starting to do that in Queensland now that maybe by the time that the ashes come around that they won't need to quarantine. We'll all be at 80% and they won't need to quarantine at all. But it's very hard to ask the English cricket side to start up there and quarantine when they could start in another state and not quarantine. It was... Yeah. I wouldn't want to be Cricket Australia at the moment. No, it's hard to plan, isn't it? Particularly when you've got, you know, a lot of people coming from, from interna- on international flights, etc. You, you, uh, logistically, a lot goes into to planning these test matches. I heard Brendan Julian today, uh, I think it was on Fox Sports News, he may have been saying it, and he was almost of the, of the opinion saying, you know what, stuff them, WA, Queensland, if they're going to make things difficult, well, let's just brush them and let, let's play two tests in Melbourne or let's play two tests in Sydney um, and let's... Let's lock it in now and say, well, bad luck. We, we want to know where we're going. We want to be able to organise things well in advance. You had your chance and we just can't do it. You know, and, and I'm pretty much, I'm sort of agreeing with Brendan on that. I think, you know, let's stop stuffing around. And if we can just lock them in, concrete them in, um, let's do that. So maybe that's what, what should happen. I don't know. Potentially, and I would feel really sorry for um, particularly um, WA cricket if that did happen because mm. obviously they've got no control over that with the government, but they, this is where they make all their money and they would have just forecasted this for, you know, having revenue for the next few years. It would be absolutely devastating financially, but at the, at the end of the day, they can't control what their governments are going to do. But, no. yeah, perhaps that is a possibility. But um, yeah. still a lot to, to work out yet, I think. I think... Uh, I'd like to see almost the threat of the the ashes being taken away from those two states and see what happens then, because I think we, particularly Queensland will buckle pretty quickly. Well, and and also, you know, we're so bloody good at the Gabba too. It would be it would be a real shame if we we couldn't play up there. Uh, and, and when I, I say know England would probably be happy. Oh, they, yeah, they, they'd love that, wouldn't they? But you know, and I say let's let's put things in concrete. Well, maybe that's the wrong way to look at it too, because who who knows and. God forbid, but things could change here in this state as well. It's a bit of a, oh, it's a bit of a moving feast. So I, I do not en- envy any of the uh, the sporting administrators uh, in this country. The T Twenty World Cup, Julissa, talking to Julissa Apps, by the way, uh, Channel Ten Sports reporter. Um, countdown continues to the T uh, Twenty World Cup. Um, we've got a bit of a, a, a well. A bit of a predicament, haven't we? Um, conundrum, if you like, in terms of what bowlers do we include and, and how many fast bowlers do we go we go with? And can Josh Hazelwood um, squeeze his way into the side? It's a very good predicament to have, isn't it? To be just flush with bowlers. But Josh Hazelwood, you have to think, is almost now locked down a spot given his performance in the IPL and in the IPL final. It's really funny that he's been overlooked for so many years. He's never really been thought of as being a T20 bowler. But I think he's been brilliant in all formats of the game and has been unlucky not to be looked at as a T20 bowler. And, and, you know, he went in the big bash last year trying to sort of Mm. get his foot in the door of the T20 and then really smart of him to go over 
to the second round of the IPL, and I can understand why not everyone, every cricketer wanted to do that because you've got to go back in a bubble and it's, you know, it's the second instalment of it and it's a pain. But uh, smart of him to go over and to prove that he's up to those conditions and to have the perfect preparation in the conditions that they're going to be playing of. And I don't, I don't think you can leave him out, particularly being one of the only cricketers who has prepared in those conditions um, it's going to be a lot different than having prepared in Australia. And a lot of the um, the Australian side haven't even been able to prepare together. Like, I know Mitchell Stark's been uh, with the women's side um, doing his preparation. And um, that, uh, you know, it can't be easy not being with all your teammates who are obviously only getting, get, getting together now. Uh, but I don't think you can leave Josh Hazel without, particularly, well, for the first couple of games either. Mm. Uh, we're, and we're playing against South Africa. Interesting thing about South Africa is they've left out Faf Duplessis, who was also really good in yeah. the IPL final. And I just thought that was a really bizarre decision too. Like he's getting a little bit older now, but he's mm. still in good form. Well, you have to leave someone out, but I know that you know they'll rotate their squad. I'm sure, but you know you, you can't have uh, Josh, Pat, and Mitchell all in the mm. same team no. in 2020. Hey, I know you love your cricket, right, Julissa? So. Um, you definitely are watching this game at the moment, I would have thought. Ireland uh, against Holland. No? Yes? Maybe? I haven't watched <laughs> any of that, actually. <laughs> I All can't right. say that has come on my radar. Too. No, and, and me too. Me too. Uh, so we will, I'll forgive myself and I'll forgive you as well. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, Netherlands, uh, 49, uh, two for 49 of 8.4 overs, a run rate of 5.65. So uh, Ireland uh, yet to bat, I think I'm right in saying there. Anyway, the Super 12s is when we'll come into it, and these guys are all playing the developing nations, if you like, to try and squeeze into the, the main draw. And uh, we take on uh, South Africa, don't we, in our first pool match. Yeah. Julissa, thanks for jumping on the line, mate. I know it's a bit late, um, but I, I appreciate you, you, you joining us on higher ground. Never doing too much on a Monday night. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Is that the only reason? That's all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you were keeping me company. All right, Dale. Hey, Monday's the new Sunday night, all right? So, um, anyway, you, you tune in and we'll, we'll talk again soon. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Great stuff. There's she is, She's a nice girl. Isn't she? I've never met Jalissa. She's a really nice girl. Knows a cricket uh, inside out there from Channel 10. So our thanks to Jalissa for, uh, for waiting up late.